What's a good starting topic? Disney. Now it's just awkward. Now it's just now awkward. I, isn't that the story <laughs> of my life? Flow's gone. Hey, the you set the mood. Flow's gone. gone. You you just you should have just let it record, man, and not said anything. <laughs> now I don't now I don't feel like talking. Oh shit! It's Call been a minute, lawyer. boys. It's been a yeah, a few minutes. A few minutes. Uh, let's just blame Robbie. Yeah, it's all Robbie's fault. Yeah, actually, it's all Robbie's fault. Uh, Ryan, you had to go to India, and then yeah. yeah, then then at one point I had to go to India in December. I went to Florida. Yes. Uh, where else did we go? I just started my own podcast. I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Should have just started his own. <laughs> I offered to record from India. By the way, you can barely get a freaking good mic going here. Hold on, why are you using your headset mic right now? What happened to your mic that you paid for? But this works. Like it works. Yeah, but you, we you, all bought the same mics. You're not using it either. I am. I'm using the new mic. It's right here. Oh. What do you think I was using? Uh, okay. Uh, I thought you using one of your AirPods. I'm using it as headphones. Okay. Well, you can hear me. So, f off, both of you. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> It's January 3rd. Everyone's just getting back from like the most rested vacation break of the year. Why are you tired? These, because I I was busy throughout like the break with like family stuff and events. So mm-hmm. now I'm catching up on TV. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. So you guys were celebrating Christmas? No, you're not allowed to do that. What color pug were you wearing, red or green? <laughs> I need to know. Well, what color pug were you rocking? Or none at oh, all. You friggin' Yeah. My I boxes mean, are red and green. Does that count? I feel like, I feel like that, mon, that was a harsh H on the Monna when you said it. Monne. Monne. No, no. We're like, we don't get the pass anymore. There's no more like Monte. No, that Mona Pass has been more. quickly retracted and you guys have lost all like you can't even say Yeni no more. It's completely like derogatory now when you say it. Mm. It's you've lost it. You've that generation can... turned it off. Yanni, what are you saying? Yanni. Man. <laughs> high school high school PTSD taken in. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, high school PTSD. You know what the weirdest one was though? Is I was a lot older. This was like post before marriage but post uni i was visiting with some of my cousins out in surrey and they're like yo shinda's a yanny though he's shinda you don't eat meat i'm like what what you <laughs> you smell so weird with the, my cousin pulled out like huh we're still saying that it's 2012 <laughs> yeah I, I, I my ignorance i never thought it was an insulting term it became one not much later it just rain really triggered it Oh really? Okay. I'm not a Yenny, I'm just a guy. Well, he made that mm. song and everyone's like, yeah, man. Yeah, but there was, there was a sentiment like before that. On uh man, what was that forum? Sick Sangit, Sick Awareness. Sick Sangit, yeah, Sick Sangit. Yeah. There was there was lots of many, many threads on that ancient ass forum. And forums were the shit back in the day. Forums were pre Twitter. Yeah. Pre Reddit? 
No, yeah, Reddit took a forum, isn't it? Reddit took off after forums because Reddit made it easy for everyone to create their own forum. Before mm. Reddit, everyone had to like launch a website, install the software, run it, pay a monthly fee, and then Reddit's like, hey, what if we made one master forum and everyone could make their own little sub forum within it? And everyone's like, yeah, that's so, a bomb. So why is Ganya, uh, uh, once again, ignorant? Why ignorant. It a, it's not so much that it's a, it a bad term. It's that it, it's a yeah. term of reverence. And then when mm. we use it disparagingly to mm-hmm. use it on anyone with a bug, it kind of loses that. Is it kind of like when like renowned. people call six, uh, when they call them Sardarjis? Is the same kind of... No. Sardarjis no? still use pretty positively, right? It's like, uh, I, don't, I, I guess, it was kind of this, isn't, this isn't really on point, but like, you know how like, uh, Gore guys say your father when they refer to the priest? Mm. It's like a term of reverence. Yeah. Mm. You, like, you can't just go go along to anybody who goes to Sunday church and be like, your father, your father, your holiness, I right? I see what you're saying. Okay. So it, it loses that, that charm or, or that reverence. The when weight. You say, okay. Oh, God, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, 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 yeah, I guess that defines it, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're losing the pass. Uh, we can no longer, the Bantik Mona charm is gone. Yes. We can't celebrate Christmas. I mean, I never really went to celebrate Christmas because I'd never been to Sunday Mass to begin with. Do you what do, do you mean you by Okay, Christmas wait, one, one do, second. Do you do Christmas? Christmas we, do tree? A, we do have a tree, yeah. You celebrate yeah. Christmas, bro. You celebrate Christmas. And we did gift exchanges. Yeah, you celebrate not Christmas. Not on the 25th. Christmas. That doesn't matter. Oh, you, that does not matter. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. <clears throat> Our kids are just like, give us whatever you buy. I'm like, here. But do you, but it's but do we we don't treat it like religion, right? It's no. just a season. For me, it's nothing more than Halloween, really. I decorate for Halloween. also dress up mm. for Halloween. That's good uh, knowledge. You know what you I mean? You guys sleep on the floor, though? Nah, I did for a while when I was a teenager. No, 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 no. During this month, no. What, uh, what was the question? Purple. I missed the question. Did you sleep on the floor? Purple Shihidi month. I was talking to some oh. guy, and I was talking like some, and they're like, honestly, <laughs> you never even heard of it. They're like, this is something new that y'all talking this about. Is, I like, think, I think this is new, like Diwali and uh, so, so what is this? Yeah. Why do you have to sleep on the floor? So the Shabzade. So the way that people said it was like, and this is the month where the Shabzade get displaced from Guru Gobind Singh Battle of Chimkot and. Yes, okay. So they're like, at that time, because of Sabzad, they were sleeping on a floor where they got captured. That mm-hmm. our elders used to sleep on the floor during this month. Because it's one of the, just to commemorate the roughness and toughness of the month. Um, I, I, I slept on the floor at Pearson. Does that count? No. On your way to vacation? No. On his way to <laughs> Orlando. On the way back. On the way back. To get my what? luggage. Yeah. I, we landed. We came back. One, they didn't have a gate for us. It was a three-hour hold in the plane. So sat on the tarmac for about three hours. This was two in the morning. Yeah, got uh, like a deep land or deep border, whatever it's called, at five. Got through customs, uh, arrived at the um, arrivals area, wherever you pick up your bag, baggage collection. And uh, about 45 minutes later, a guy in the PA goes, there's no one back there. Because you have to wait till. <laughs> there's, uh, unfortunately, there's no one back in the luggage area uh, due to the weather. It was the day of the storm. Oh, okay. And uh, they go, the first person's going to come, I don't know, they said 7 a.m. So, you know, we were offered um, the ticket to come back the next day. I already seen the Twitter. I was like, I'm not going to come search my, my bag. I'll just wait it out. So, uh, 
Yeah, me and Did the you kids get your bags? ended up slept on the floor because we all passed out. Got our bags at 10 a.m., <laughs> so it took that long uh, for the bags to come out. So just waited it out and uh, yeah, got them and left. But how old's your youngest? It was for uh, two years old. But they okay. were out, man. They yeah, they were. Possible, I so couldn't do that. I'd be like, this trip is done. We're going home. I, <laughs> I I was about to make the call, but I was like, I don't have. I didn't want to come back. I was like, I ain't gonna come back and get those they bags. Would end up delivering it to you. No, they said that, and there had been on Twitter people have been waiting for like sixteen days, and I saw the haul at the airport. I'm like, this is not getting organized. There's like, there's bags everywhere. I'm like, there's not even anyone here. And then one of the guys from the back came. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He goes, sir, you don't understand how cold it is outside. I'm like, no, I know how to read temperature. I can understand. He goes, we can't work in this. I'm like, have you heard of Winnipeg? And he just looked at me. I'm like, it's colder in Winnipeg, and I'm sure the airport's still functioning. So literally, the, supposedly the union had come in and told the workers to stop working the long hours, uh, and that's why there was nobody there. So Unions, eh? Unions, Yo, it man. was cold. You're so heartless. Uh, come on. So I don't care. Was cold. <laughs> you I didn't pay up. all that money. I didn't Go pay ahead. all that money and get priority baggage, not to get my baggage, right? Well times. Oh, that hey. sucks. But yeah, Dude, so... Pearson, Pearson was a mess for me too. I landed yeah. um, and they had two conveyor belts for my flight. Two. Yeah, that happened to me. That made no sense to me. No, our switch. They started coming out from one. No, they started coming out at one and then they stopped without any rhyme or reason and the other one started so everybody like 300 people shift to the other one bags started coming out then it stopped and the original one started up again and that started spitting out bags it was chaos it's chaos we, oh you know so we took a stroller we took it to the gate and obviously you get it off <clears throat> you get the stroller right after you leave the, the, the captain just came out you guys ain't getting your strollers today just go and it'll be at the baggage everyone says okay so they leave so i didn't have a stroller mind you during this whole time we have a uh, our double stroller so the kids could sleep um get to the stroller area obviously it doesn't it doesn't come until 10 a.m but you know i kept going back every hour periodically possibly someone had the decency to get it off the plane if you've seen those sections at the the baggage collection it's just a i guess like a track or, or yeah. just a shelf that room was filled that you couldn't there was strollers on strollers maybe four strollers high five strollers high and i asked the guy i'm like how are people gonna he goes he just shrugged his head and kept tossing more he's strollers like, on top i just like that's not my problem away. i'm like he's like that's not my, my problem came, yeah that's essentially what it was like i don't know what to do man because the whole night uh people had better yelling out but the two guys at the baggage claim for air canada man they were just ripping people they're just yelling back people yelling at them they're just yelling back they're like i don't get paid enough for this and blah 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 it was um, it was interesting, man. It was interesting what happens when, uh, you know, airports don't function. I mean, no labor solidarity from this guy, eh? No, <laughs> no. This is come on. We gotta get we like snow can't be a reason an international airport. Well, at least flights to... are coming in and out. Vancouver shut down because of snow. And they were fine. Fine if they're not used to it, but surely someone made preparations. Surely someone thought, okay, we should have extra staff or, you know, this There's might happen. If you have planes taking on and off, clearly you have the best weather tracking in the entire country better than us, right? Surely you can figure this out. I'm but, sure you know. the person who whose job it is to do all that kind of uh, management decided that, hey, this time is usually a shit show. I'm taking my vacation during this time. So Was it Sunwing pilots or was it a WestJet pilot? Just didn't show up to work because he thought it was going to snow. So the flight got canceled. <laughs> 
That happens all the time. <laughs> like what does that tell you, right? Like, uh, it's gonna get canceled. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just stick at home. So, but then they blame um, the pilot. <laughs> no, I remember in the UK when I was coming home one year, they had that, uh, you know, a little bit of snowstorm, whatever we would call a snowfall. They called it a snowstorm. The whole airport shut down. Heathrow. No one was in baggage claim. They were just piling up, piling up. It took them weeks to get the bags back or organized. And I'm like, I understand. It's London. Uh, it's not common to have a snowstorm. Toronto? Not an excuse, man. Come on. And when, when, I got, when I got outside, I'm like, what's everybody complaining about? It wasn't that much snow. I love the Maybe one wind. I love this 1% of life for... <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> was, it, was it as bad as the news had said? Just I wasn't... I, la no. I landed in a plane, so my assumption was no. It, it, there was a bit of ice for like a few hours the next day, but then it, by the time it was salted, it was all good. Yeah, this this would just been blessed so far. And now all the snow's gone, and there is no winter. I I was ha I had plans for this weekend to go snowboarding, and that just completely got wiped out because I'm like, look, man, it's just gonna be slushy out there. I've never been to Vancouver, but is this what Vancouver feels like in the winter? Yes. What we're experiencing, you know, that's amazing. What's amazing though is Vancouver gets this kind of rainy eight five, yeah. five to eight degrees every winter, and then if they want to enjoy the snow and go like be winterish, they take a three hour drive to Whistler. Or even like an hour drive to Gross and at the top of the mountain, everything's perfect. How is it in Collingwood right now? I'm sure there's a lot of snow up there. Apparently not. Apparently it's just slush. Oh, well. well yeah. So we, we, uh, we veered way off topic. Robbie. <laughs> Robbie just takes topics um, over. This guy's somehow, so busy. Somehow he made uh, well, he I feel like I paid my dues. I slept on the floor. This so guy, I'm back to that. This guy just has so much to say right now. He's gonna. This guy's gonna turn every single topic about himself on his vacation. Oh yeah, well that's what Somehow. I do. That's what I do in life. It's all about me. <laughs> it's all about me. Yeah. Respect. I respect the Shahidi of the Jar Sabiyal did, but my vacation. <laughs> yeah, let me get into this first. <laughs> yeah, thought they had it tough. I went through Pearson. I slept on the ground at Pearson. Not even did I have to sleep on the ground. Not even did I have to sleep. I don't know. I didn't I even get my bags. Problems, but I got yeah. problems, all right? All right, so no, let's go back to that. Explain it to me, because what's what's the significance of sleeping on the floor? Is it ritualistic? Is it religious? What is it? I don't... No, it's I've not never religious. It's more just... Uh, what's the thing that Christians do where they give up? Is it Lent? Lent. 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 Okay, yeah, so, so kind of... It's kind of Lent. -y. Lent like where it's kind of like love. Now does, the, now, does the floor material matter? Does it have to emulate or replicate what the Sabjali slept on to make it authentic? Or can it be a, a hardwood floor with a little bit of bounce? Or can we, are we talking about solid <laughs> concrete? You're just, oh, you're just leading into this right now, aren't you? <laughs> so much aggression. So much aggression. <laughs> the whole point no, is. That's cool. Hey, man, if that makes you feel. Uh, no, yes. I think that's all right. Like, I get that if it's like Lent and you find that. Oh, what's the other thing that people do? Uh, uh, not suffering, but they. You know, there's people who whip themselves. That's or, a whole different religion, to... isn't it? No, no. I, I mean the the essence of trying to experience some difficulty to feel closer to certain a certain, you know, historical okay. event or pain or whatever is it. So I can get people doing that. You know, that's or people making pilgrimages, walking. I know they do that in Europe, and and yeah, teach his own man. I don't care. I I don't understand it, but I, good for you. But anyways, that's what Randy was referring to. Well, was, was, did you guys do it? You guys are looking at me like I'm evil. I'm like, did you guys do it? I haven't done it. <laughs> or did all. you sleep in your comfortable king mattresses, which I know you guys probably own? 
My yeah. my mattress is stiff. Okay, you would get a concussion if you jumped on my mattress. I don't want to be jumping on your mattress or yes, be in do. your mattress. Yes, let alone yeah. let alone his uh, stiff mattress. <laughs> stiff um, mattress. <laughs> yeah, but I notice. I I'm just want to highlight. There's like a. Uh, I don't know. There's like a shift in the in the community generally like going towards a more nostalgic orthodox. way of life yeah kind of orthodox and you know um mm. does is Amir Paul sing uh i don't think he's responsible for it no i think he's no. a byproduct what do you, what, do you, what, what do you mean I'm by, orth- I'm what not you mean by orthodox with but does he embody that uh, yeah way more than what so over the last, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what do you mean by or I'm still confused. What do you so mean by, by orthodox? orthodox? It's what the Vancouver people like to call fundamentalist. Okay. Um, what, That's Robbie, never a good word in any conversation, but for go ahead. What basketball? You always <laughs> want the fundamentals now. You want that yes. fundamental team. Yeah, we, I'm not, we're not um, talking about Tim Duncan here, but go on. Yes. Uh, it's what Robbie would refer to as his Waterloo SSA years. Um, you know, <laughs> just like that returning of the guard to. You know, here's the Mariada, here's how we sh- are should be living our life and kind so you're of saying there's a, you're saying there's so you're saying there's been a sudden sudden uptake and and more people you know more people well, preaching Amrit or Amritari and, and going that way or you're well, saying Robbie, like let me ask you this. Do you know of this Amrit Paul thing? Yes, I do. I, a little bit. I'm not gonna say I know too much. I've seen the I've seen Twitter. I'll leave it at that. That's, that's as much as I know. You know, I don't see anything about him on Twitter. I'll be honest. Not Whatever as much. Whatever Shinda like pops up on my Twitter. So, I mean, if he's, he's liked anything. He's been seeing him by proxy through my feed, I guess. Um, there you go. No, so Amrithal Singh is an uh, up-and-coming preacher, Prachadik, in India, in Punjab right now. He was living in Dubai earlier, and then he decided to F that lifestyle. He came to Punjab, took Amrith. And I think really what happened was Amrit Singh used to be on Twitter. He was pretty active on Twitter. He used to be in Twitter spaces like the Sick Twitter spaces, the clubhouses on Sick History. He was very opinionated on in those debates. And people used to call him out. They're like, yo, if you're so hardcore, what are you doing in Dubai? You should be in Punjab. What are you doing hiding out in where it's nice and cozy? And he was always and, uh, a Sudar? Or no, at this time he was a Monahi. He was like, like one of us, Robbie. One of us. Right? Chiseled. <laughs> Had the chiseled chest hair, glossed over, uh, spiked hair look, going kind what of a very very weird description. I'm not just. I, I was trying to paint uh, chest, chest hair and spiky hair. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to paint like a very masculine arms, very masculine Mona. <laughs> I'm I'm a guy type image here for you guys. And then yeah, in the Twitter spaces and stuff, people were would often get offended by some of the things he say because he was very. He was somewhat orthodox in his views at that time too. I don't know if there's a better word for orthodox. orthodox so, yeah, I'm trying. I'm like that's the word you guys right. keep using. Aren't it's the only word I really know. What does that, that mean? How, does that mean just getting back to the back to the, basics? The, uh, the, the 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 foundations or the pillars of the religion? Yeah. Or are I you think talking so. about a certain way of living your life with no. kind of newfound structures and new way of thinking? Like saying, okay, this is the only I, way we can do. The things. only way I can explain to you that you'd probably best relate to it is Waterloo SSA, right? It's like that's you know, a straight like he's just talking down on one another. Did you hear that? The only way I can explain that you could understand. You hear that? I've heard those lines before. Let's go on. Dumb it down. So, Let so, me dumb it down for me. So yeah, <laughs> so exactly like it was for you back in Waterloo SSA in the early two thousands or mid two thousands. That's I, what I was vice president. I was vice president. I was a little... 
Oh, they really let him one night, eh? I have to have a talk with some of these guys. First year, first year without a vote. Oh. And then they voted you out because they realized that you Oh, 100%. I shouldn't have never been there. <laughs> yeah, so... So, yeah, it's like kind of a, a return to our roots. Like, this is how things should be. Why are you guys doing it this way? Why are you guys celebrating Christmas? What did... You know, what does oh, this okay. have to do with us? Why are you wearing socks in the Hall type thing? Um, just kind of like mm. a return to... This is how, and it's always been the way I was toxic-y, and okay. kind of this is how the right way. And Randy kind of is, by proxy ended up is, learning it via that way. But then there was a period that's of more time. Targeted, is, is it more targeted to six that are already orthodox, people who are Armatari and, no. and saying, well, you guys are swaying, you guys need to come back? Or is it just no, no, a general no. brush on everybody saying, hey, we're a bit lost? It's a general brush on everyone saying we're a bit lost. Mm. Um, and yeah, so the early 2000s, we had this, we were... See, I don't even want to go left, right, but we were on this side of how Sikhi we think should be preached, practiced, and then throughout time we got really lax. We saw the polka dot bugs take over, the fancy, you know, partying, and you know it's okay to be a sing and go to a party and get lit as long as you do your nickname. And then I, we ended up on this side. With the polka dot, what's wrong with a polka dot bug? I mean, Actually, I, can't, I can't stand looking at a polka dot bug. I'm just saying, yeah, it's just a, we it's went from fun, we were here. We swung here from like, especially from the 80s. And so we had 80s things. The then in the 90s, shift. we kind of, yeah. come back. Okay. So then the pendulum mm-hmm. shifted way too far up in the right. And now we're kind of right back in the middle. And now, obviously, we're a little bit more on this side. And we'll probably settle in the middle again in a few years. But there was definitely this uh, tone shift over the past few years. And now we're kind of, and it kind of coincided with the tone shift throughout the world. You know, the world has really gotten... Mm. shifty in certain areas uh the andrew tates and all that kind of stuff took place and now that's cool like there's just this weird back and forth in thinking so yeah Amrit paul's thing is kind of and he's really targeting more than his whole thing is hey i used to be just like you guys and we need to get off this we need to get off drugs we need to stop drinking we need to find our roots we got to stop being these like you know come to sick and it's doing wonders like he really is he's holding camps where he's uh, rescuing guys who are just like addicts and stuff and trying to get them on the path. Um, Ranji, when are you going? I did not see him when I was in India. I told Ranji he should, and Ranji's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ranji's like, he's I, not a... I'm actually tired of the, you know, getting talked down to. He's like, well, next time I see you, you better be a Murtari. He's like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've gone a bunch of that. Yes, too. yes. I don't yes. think anyone dares to say that to me now. Yeah, that's because you've been full on agnostic almost. What? <laughs> They're like, this guy's oh, gone. <laughs> yeah, he's too far gone. He's too far gone. But uh, uh, hmm. he 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 has just to jump on like what you're saying. He he now has this thing of uh, going pen to pen and you know preaching. Let's get off drugs and follow Sikhi and follow some basic tenets and adhere to some basic uh, decorum principles in Gordora. He's been going around taking out chairs and tables. Um, I'm okay with that. It's good. Yeah, to be honest, it's fine. Uh, What people don't like there, Mm. what people in India don't like, is uh, him being... um, uh, I guess he he strikes an image of Sanjay Nalsing on purpose. He he really emulates him. on, on purpose, he tries to like 
show that uh, I follow in his footsteps. Not in on the <laughs> faith way. He doesn't say call me sunt or something, but looked apart. He wants to look apart. For example, and then he is, is, is that a problem? It is for India. Like and people, India. Okay. people okay. think like uh, conjuring up even the image of Sanjay Nelson for Noah. Like, yeah, even though it might, act, it might not actually, but just conjuring up the image. But everything Sully Singh kind of conjures up the image of Sanjay Nelson. But like, you can't, you can't equate to what the average Sully Singh does compared to what Amr Singh. He actually like legit just actually like molds his body, everything. He's, he's doing it. But he's, he's also doing it. Doing it. And, he's doing and, he, it. and he's always like chaperoned with a bunch of armed guys. But right? I feel like in India, at some point, if you're going to be doing what he's doing, you're going to need security, no? Is armed security really that rare for Pachatics? It, it, it might be trying to look like your hero. I mean, yeah. if it's his hero and, and he thinks it's cool, who cares? I mean, I that, mean look, that, every it, single thing I mini, do growing the mini, up... The mini starts to embody the voice or embody the teachings or, or it's very, very close. And then you can kind of be like, all right. His style, style of Prachar is the same. Oh, is it? Okay. But Sorry. it's a charismatic, like, so, let me speak to people straight. Let me not mask what I'm saying. Oh, okay. He comes up with these rhetorical arguments that are no. very Sun Janel Singh-esque. Hmm. And I mean, his when questioned on that, he's like, why wouldn't we want to look like someone we idolize like that? He's like, Sun yeah. Janel Singh mm -hmm. is someone we should all try to embody and be more like. I do Why find it funny right? though. I do find it funny though. There's like I saw an image of him this morning, and he's sitting at a desk with a picture or painting behind him, and the painting behind him is Sanjanal Singh, biggest and center frame of the picture. To the right is Deep Sidhu, and to the left is him. Hmm. Right, like so. Um, he like wants to push that image, like. I'm the next awakening or the next uh, wave of that, I guess. What you kind of find? Uh, There's one mean, thing trying to embody a hero and follow like their footsteps. The next thing saying like, I'm next. I don't know. I feel like that might be a push. Someone may have made that painting for him and like said, Hey, look at this. And then it looked like if he had an office and he had a like center, like the fucking I doubt he US like the president. I doubt he hey, commissioned man, as that long as, painting. Hey, the minute this, people start touching his feet, that's when we have a problem. Until then, all good. I mean, in India, right? everyone touches everyone's feet. Yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> people dive at everyone's people feet. My feet, yeah. So know, yeah. It's the, bub the bubba issue. Uh, there's no getting away from that, too. You just gotta be. You just gotta like just keep moving through it. You can't stop and be like, "All right, keep go at it." I mean, if really he's, no... is he bring, if this guy bringing on positive change, then I mean, kudos to yeah. him. I ain't, I ain't down with the anti not talk, but yeah, it's it's another. I mean, he's not really tricking the Mona talk. He's, it's the, I know the way you the way you phrased it. He's taking a particular liking to Mona and telling him. No, no, he's just like, yo, these Mona need to be uh, brought back to the path, and then he's like, why am I wasting? Why? What? There's enough people doing prachar to Amnathadis and to Sings, but not, you know, no one's really going after these guys. They're neglecting these guys. I'm gonna go after the guys you guys are neglecting. I feel like I can really relate to them. More power to them than that. Uh, yeah, fair. Okay. I think. My own, but, and it's always something I've held, and it's something I've talked with a lot of things too. It's kind of like because I ask everyone I meet, anyone I hold in high regard to a degree, it's what are your thoughts on Amrit Singh across Jatibani and stuff? Like, what do your what things and people in your circles think? 
And everyone's kind of said the same, same thing. They're like, honestly, if he keeps what he, doing what he's doing, great, more power to him. But just like, he's got a lot of work to do to, you know, before we give him that clout because he's still mm-hmm. new, right? They're like, we're not holding his past life against him. What he did back when he was a Mona, that's back when he was a Mona, now he's Amritari Singh. But they're like, it's there's a lot to being an Amritari Singh. That's the way respect, to get the pass, eh? Right? First, like, five years is like honeymoon. It's, yeah. it's, it's all new, it's sexy, it's fresh. Uh, he used the word sexy on purpose. Yeah, that was what I said was bad. That's okay. <laughs> that was awkward. But then, um, but then, uh, yeah. but then, but then, you know, life settles in. You're you're forced to make difficult choices. You're kind of tired of your hardline stance. And like marriage, cheese, you realize it was cheese with Rene is just cheese with Rene. Rene's not a big deal, and you just uh, you just break a little bit. And one by one, attrition takes place. And the next thing you know, you're doing Molly in a club. <laughs> I like this uh, slow degradation and, of things. And being called Yanni. Back yeah. to that, right? Yeah, yeah. I like how full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, full there's, so there's just this... You There's a lot to go into being able to prove your prove who you are and being able to prove yourself. Um, that takes a while to get to. So I was like, we're really happy to see what we're seeing right now. Let's just see where it goes has just been the general attitude from a lot of the things I've talked to. So that's fair. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, if it's positive, who cares? Exactly. I mean, and yeah, you when can, it comes, can't hate on that. Who cares? And then when it's come, this to hopefully like, gets to people like Ranji who really need saving. That's, you know, he, he's around, he's always around these people, but he never joins them. His friends should really question his motives. <laughs> he's probably been accused of being an agent more times than anyone other than just yeah, friends I, and agents. I, I really don't agent. get it. At this government point, just bunda. that's what it is. Government bunda. You know what it is? Everyone was like government bunda, government bunda. But every thing I know that when they end up in India, they're like, "Yo, is Ranjit in town?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those resources, bro. Ranjit's like everyone's go-to India resource. Also, yeah. Um, hey, it's it's like, hey man, it's like flying first class or business class. You shit on it your whole life, but the minute you do it, you're like, not bad, not bad. Yeah, I like never, yeah, I'm never going back. <laughs> never go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number of times that it's kind of like, yo, Ranji, when you go to India next, it's like, uh, if we go to India, we got to plan it around when Ranji's going to be there just in case we need it. Yeah, boys. March, April. I think I mean, now that COVID's done, I'm going to start going back in. Actually, yo, is it they're, done? They're saying it's it's on the rise again in India. So Yeah, well, it's on the rise again in China and then now India. You foodheads are still arguing about COVID. You know that shit's fake, right? No, I don't want to get stuck there, man. I don't care about the actual COVID. I don't want to get stuck there for two months. <laughs> People have things to do, bro. Hold on. Is COVID fake? Real talk. Yes or no? Was it a real problem? Or was it just made yes, up? Yes, it's a real, it's a real yeah. virus. We have can detect s- it. It must be real. Have you seen it? Uh, yes, in a, in a microscope, uh, electron Did, microscope. Slide. Have, have not me, you... myself, but a picture of it. No, no. So, so, so It might else... not even be a slide. It might be a, a digital depiction of something, but I'm going to assume it's real. This is the problem with the world. We're just we're being bought into these faked, faked digital microscope oh, pictures. Oh, really? So there's a god? Have you met him? Yeah, because you know I meet him all the time. Mm. I like how you're like going here, go to. Uh, <laughs> like, like I'm stuck in the middle of mom, dad, don't fight. <laughs> mom, dad. <laughs> Such a silly argument sometimes, man. Always, it's always a silly argument. Yeah, always. Hey, yeah, yeah. COVID's COVID's on the rise again. But uh, hey, guys. I think I'll be back there March, April ish. Did you just go? Yeah. 
You are like agent, a, guaranteed agent. Yes, to give him, <laughs> guaranteed. Man, this guy's like kind of visa limit, right? So every six months he has to go back and renew his uh, Canadian visa. Are you? Um, do you fly Air India or Air Canada? Usually now because the direct Air Canada. Before it would be other things like KLM, Lufthansa, Lufthansa yeah, well. BA, Ambassador Parts. Yeah, you know. And I wrote up here New Year's. I have no idea what this means. I don't even know how to transition to New Year's. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy fireworks. Aren't you happy to see those Resolution. amazing fireworks everywhere? Yeah. Um, at least we were able to cut down on it by like 89%. There was still like one neighbor who somewhere who was doing Pataki, but no, they were very you soft. <clears throat> Listen, my friend, you have to wait till Diwali next year. That's when you can make a real judgment. Yeah, call. New Year's really wasn't a big firework uh, day. One, it's cold. To the Desis probably couldn't get their fireworks. But I'm standing, sitting outside in a lawn chair this Diwali, this upcoming Diwali, Diwali 2023 with 311 on speed dial. And like, I got them. I'm going to be taking pictures and just DMing freaking Patrick Brown. Like, you got to get this address. You got to get this guy. Here's your proof. I'm straight up snitching everywhere. Yeah, that suits you. Um, that $500 what, fire uh, in my entire... Actually, my neighborhood's not going to get it, but my neighborhood's going to love me for being able to snitch on these guys. No, your neighbors think you're doing it. You're just trying to uh, <laughs> prevent them from thinking it's you. Yeah. I'm compensating, <laughs> but yo, it's not me. No, Robbie's, uh, sorry, Shinda's, Shinda's right, though. It, it did go down quite a bit. Like, actually noticeable, but let's see. Diwali's going to be the real test if this, mm -hmm. uh, if this is going to kick in or not. Well, I mean, I think it'll be the fireworks sales. If you still see fireworks sales everywhere, then... You kind of know. Yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. I feel like the sales are, are going to be less visible. Those guys risk a bigger fine. Yeah, but what what's the numbers? 400,000 PRs just came it's, out. Was it today's news? 400,000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many are from India. But yeah. they're PRs, right? They're, that means they've been, been here for a while. Been here for a bit. Already. That's just a backlog getting cleared. That's do you just think a backlog they, getting you, cleared. What do you, do you mean think they? They, the new PRs, I can say they, them. What is it wrong? What am I saying that's wrong? I don't know, man. Did you ask their pronouns before you got into this? <laughs> well, the, new, newly, the newly, uh, new, the new permanent residents. The newly minted Canadians. Oh, even new students. How do you think they feel? Has anyone, you know, do they feel like, oh, whatever, yeah, we won't do it next year? Or do they think it's like, kind of, no. Do they like, even this know? Is what we've been doing. Real, real, no, no, real like, question is, do they even know? Every year. No, but I mean, this is what we've done in our home country. Diwali is a huge thing. We 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 are going to continue to do this. I think fines, they, fines be done, right? Until you get fired. It's mob mentality. If there's enough of yeah. mob doing it, then everybody will do it. That's all it is. Especially with this shit. If there's like a thousand people doing it, then I'm not going to get caught. Boom. Then uh, would you say that to stand up to tyranny, we should be ripping out the fireworks because we're standing up to the man? Nah. Let's say it again. I lost that. You know, a lot of... <laughs> uh, go ahead. Is it like a defiant act? Like, is it a defiant act of fireworks? I don't know. I'm going to let you go with that. I have no response to that. Nothing to defy. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to be part of the establishment, if anything. Do you think... Okay, I'm going to... Let's try out that. Too many immigrants? What? Uh, you so think what we've let in too many? So what I heard is oh, you're, hold on. Your, your, your conservative party, your tune's going to change anyways next year. But I'll ask the, the other reasonable liberal. Uh, well, how do you feel? Do you feel like it's too many? I, I think 
we are not equipped to handle this many people. We should have immigration to this level because our population, our country is bare. But we do not have the infrastructure to handle this many people. And Chinda, Mr. PC? I mean, if you let me speak first, his answer wouldn't seem as cool because I was going to say the exact same thing, that we need immigration. Now you, but, now you just sound like Pierre. <laughs> you know, we want the immigration, but we should also be able to accommodate the immigration. We should have the jobs ready for these new immigrants. We should have the health services mm. to accommodate, to provide to these new immigrants. What we're doing is we're bringing in slave labor. And what I yeah, mean by that yeah, is we're bringing in people who we know that the system can't fully handle, who are going to be forced to live in rental apartments that are overly valued, take on I mean, menial cash jobs that aren't cracked, nobody wants like, to do. that yeah. nobody wants to do, that the government's I mean, willing to give a blind eye to. So we're giving them a pretty shitty deal, man. Like, you know, we're giving them this promise of this better life. Um, and they're going to come here and pay their dues, however, which way you might think through hard work, labor, bringing their money over. But I don't think they're going to have the quality or a fraction of the services that we had when we were growing up. Neither were the kids. You guys. And, 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 it, and it's just because there's too many people. I, that, that's all I'm saying. We just can't. You guys are ready. applying logic to this, but I just want to at least give put a little wrinkle in how you're approaching this. At least when it comes to Punjabi. This guy wants to throw a wrinkle like that friggin' Korta he's rocking. Keep going. <laughs> oh, hey. So, uh, the, uh, like, take one Punjabi dude. If you told him to do a job, a 9 to 5 in Punjab, he'd be insulted. He'd say, F you, do you know who my dad is? How much do you mean? How many kids I have? That same person will come to Canada and gladly work at Tim Hortons. Mm. Because it's in Canada. There's okay. just... There's just something. It, but like, their intention, but, but their intention, right? Come here and make money. Yes. And here it's okay to work. But, but their intention is also not to stay at a Tim Hortons worker. It's just a, a means to get by. And within a year or two, they want to be doing something else. So, so it's, it's, it, that, it's, not, so, it's not really but, slave labor. Like that, that, that is exactly. The question is, the question is when, what that. else are they going to do? That's, that's what I'm getting at, right? Like, There's this whole like argument now oh you know we, we should bring in qualified professionals xyz they're thinking about changing the immigration as well to more skilled labor um you know I, I think the student system is a bit unfair i do think it should be based on whatever degree you have i think you should be educated before you come here but or have a skill and you can apply and have a, a, a you know have a job but <clears throat> you come here as a student doing a random degree or certificate at a college getting out working in the workforce like amazon or wherever it might be is okay for now as a student but is it enough to settle your life and be like okay this is it but hold on you raised the bar way too high for it come people coming in well Well, randy's talking talking about people working at tim's right tim's is a pretty lofty job that's why people would live work there because it's better than working in an indian restaurant who pays you half that price and says hey that's for the time but that's for the time being that's temporary no one's no one's working at Tim Hortons or wants to. You know, it's not a, it's not the high, it's minimum. It's not the highest paying job. Yeah, it's not the and goal, can, but it's better than what other For sure. Is. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying when they get here, we don't have enough of those jobs um, at Tim Hortons. Right? We do have more manufacturing and obviously like Randy said, slave. You want to call it slave labor? Yeah, I think of it like that. It's just jobs that nobody wants to do. But I mean, people when I coming say slave here labor, are not... For me, when I yeah. say slave labor, it's not even jobs no one wants to do it's jobs that technically don't even exist legally right it's jobs that people mm. are paying under the table and with false promises of hey we're, we're going to help expedite your pr later 
here's the cash, just do it. And then, yeah, that, that, that's a whole nefarious second uh, side to it with the LMIs and all that business. I mean, that's that's a this. I don't know if it's a this thing, but it's. Separate. I, I just mean the whole idea. Of, the whole also, idea of the, it's also predatory, by the way. A yeah, lot it's of very times, predatory. It, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not always predatory. Oh, it's not always. Because Asking a lot of times, a lot yeah. of times, it'll be a student saying, "Hey, uncle, like, let me work on you. I know you can't hire me legally because yeah. you're not able to, but I know you have a need. Let me work on cash. Okay. Um, why because can't, but why can't why can't the guy hire normally? Because like uh, you know. Um, they don't need they, they need they need a, they need a full time person, but the student is only allowed to work twenty hours. No, but why can't they get someone who is full time? No, so they'd rather have someone full time. But the the kid will come in and say, "Uncle, hire me instead. I'll work okay. full time on cash," and beg and beg and beg. Yeah, but once again, aren't, he's working against the rules applied. I'm just saying, why can't you go to the general population? It's not. It's not like there's these business owners that are like. Let's go recruit at Sheridan College, right? No, like, but I, I but for you to think that that business owners are not taking advantage I, of the cash, cash time and time and time again, time and time again, business owners are saying, "Hey, we have this employee who worked here while they're in school, and they're begging us for a job, um, and they're willing to do X, Y, Z in order to get it because you know for whatever reason we can't afford we can't afford another like full time employee or a yeah, full." But that, but that doesn't mean you hire illegally. That's what I'm trying to say, right? That doesn't, you know, it's not like Amazon sitting there. Someone's like, oh, these guys were begging for a job, so we just pay them cash. I mean, if things are done legally, then these business owners have to pay the full thing, full price. Um, they, which if they can't afford, that's a business issue. Like the restaurants in itself. Look at the restaurant industry, man. These like they've been taking advantage of the situation for years, right? Yeah, hey, restaurant, restaurant pretty, yeah, it's a dirty yeah. business. No, if you have to pay someone a full, full paying job. Uh, you know, not under the books, not then these restaurants go, oh, guess what? Their bottom line gets affected. It's not that the restaurant can't run, it's that their profits go down, right? So I don't really feel bad for them. They're but doing the it for number money. of restaurants that shut down during COVID. You kind of understand that people, their margins are some restaurant margins are thin. The this, um, yes, I don't think the DC margins are that thin. Man. No, this with samosas are what four for a dollar now. What are they? No, more than that. A dollar each. How can that? How can you know? they that That's inflation gonna be like CBC's too, right? next documentary. Samosa inflation. Samosa politics. No, yeah. I, I think they're they're for fine. There might be certain situations, like you said, but I think a majority of the businesses that do take in the students and pay them cash or or construction or, or easy labor are taking advantage of the fact that you're getting a cheap. Uh, a, a cheaper uh, a workforce uh, and, and hence it helps your bottom line uh, if you have to pay people full sure you can go hire there's people who want jobs right but pay someone cash save money hire more right but i do agree there are certain jobs that people are not going to apply to for example uh concrete the concrete guys that i see working like crazy and it's going to be hard to find people like that hard to do concrete businesses so i don't know i i don't see i don't feel as sorry for the businesses right I'm not saying that it's not hard on them uh, financially or hard to find labor, but to think that the students being predatory on them. No, um, I'm not saying predatory, but it's but, someone someone who's who's going out of their way, begging an employer to hire them and bending the rules to do it. Imploring yeah, but the employer is still in the power to say no. I mean, no, say no. Yeah, yeah. Just, there's a, I guess, a social pressure too. Like uh, Namaya, sure. Okay, yeah, that's different. That's, that, that, there's that. I can agree with that. But I mean, from a, a strict financial standpoint, I mean, 
it, it is an advantage to the business, right? Yeah. Pay someone yeah. a lower rate, pay them cash. Well, okay, sometimes it averages price. out to the same point. Like, what's the minimum wage now, guys? Like fourteen bucks. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a lot of labor rules that they're skirting as well, right? Fourteen but bucks. Not. Someone's been getting paid paid ten cash. You know, they save on CPP and all these tax deductions. It comes out to mm-hmm. the same thing for both parties. I feel like sure. the business comes out with a bit of an edge here. Yeah, that's, I don't know how to explain that. I think the business still wins. You know, business should win. <laughs> that's, that's and talking about businesses fucking, winning. Fucking lawyers. Uh, talk, <laughs> talking about businesses winning. What's going on with uh, Conservative Party of Canada? You think they can win? Dude, um, is there some like some mystery to me? There's a by-election in Oak, like what, Oakville, Mississauga, Lakeshore, yeah, Street, yeah, Mississauga, uh, Lakeshore, Mississauga. And recently, they lost. Big. Not pretty. But they knew they were going to lose. They were expected to lose that one. Hard, hard is, that, is that what it was? Is that what it was? Hard on liberal writing has been liberal for ages. Uh, Pierre saw the writing, didn't make any trips to really help the candidate. Um, kind of told the candidate, you just take this L for us. We'll get you something come election time. But there's certain writings where you really have no chance. You're polling and everything just shows historically. People in here, they don't think twice. They don't, you know, this is a hard earned liberal writing. They don't switch. They don't vote anything else here. People look at Brampton the same way. They look at Brampton East. They look at some of the Brampton writing. They're like, nope, that's a liberal writing. Ain't no point in really putting too much energy there. Uh, some Vaughn writings are like that. Does it does it take does it take the momentum that because PP did does did or does have quite a bit of um, momentum. So was that like a black eye? Does it like you know? Did the can- sorry, rain on, rain on his parade. Rain on his did parade, can- or is it? Candidate- is did it do reasonably it, well? No, got smoked. Uh, oh, okay. As sorry. expected. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Does it rain on his parade? No, not at all. I think had he been making that riding and that race a big thing and like really rah rah riding it and out in the community and helping him knock doors and all that, kind of showing his presence and then getting smoked, yeah, that's a black eye. Just kind of letting think, your candidate take that L solo. I don't think that's a black eye. I think PP's... Um approach is the one that we should kind of watch for i think right now in the early on he's still catering to his base saying the right things getting getting the soldiers riled up but i think as election time comes and as every pc candidate before him he will become more centered and we will see what his language is like and if he's not that'll be the true the true test if he stays true and his messaging is unwavering and What's his stays. messaging right now that you think is hard right though? I I, th- I think he's more right. I don't think he's center. I don't. I, I think he's just people perceive. Maybe he's not direct messaging, but people perceive him to be uh, more on the uh, harder harder right than center right. If you we can say that. But if you take a look um, at a lot of his other messaging, like when he talks about housing, when he talks about he's um, wrong. No, but that's the center's message, is it not? No, saying Bitcoin is a solution, not. Solution, yeah, but well, half the stuff he's saying that, that was a bit of an L. That was a bit yeah, of an he, L. He, he does, he, but he he's does moved away from. I gotta agree. I gotta agree. With Shinda, he he's pretty centered these days, as far as like his. No, these days, life. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If he's gonna completely shift the tone, where it's so careful and calculated and very methodical, making sure they're not, um, you know, giving away or an inch to let someone think that he possibly is an act. You know, he's starts to be like this is who he is 
and he and he, and and he wins. Okay, fine. But if he sticks to the Pierre show, uh, which is the arrogance that we all hate, except for Shinda, I'm sure the poster's on the other side of the wall. Um, and then we, uh, I I don't know. I think he, there's a lot of people, liberal, central, they just don't like him. It's not about even his messaging. It's the stuff that happened during the truckers' protest, the things that are said. Those things um, are with him, and uh, if. People hate Trudeau enough, which I think is getting, that's where this is going to end up. It's do you hate him enough? If you hate him enough, you won't vote because you're not going to vote NDP uh, or, or the next prime minister of Canada as he thought he was going to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so funny. I, 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 I think it's generally going to be, do I think the liberals have it together? And if they don't, or I give the new guys a shot. I don't think it's going to be a vote of, I love Pierre, you know? So if he doesn't, if he doesn't sway too much, if he's not taking L's, whatever you want to call it. What's going to be interesting to me he has a pretty is, good shot. is the truckers rally, is the COVID stuff, is that still going to be relevant? We already ran an election on that. Trudeau won an election post that, right? The 2021 no, it's election. Just his, it's, just his, it's just the way he talks about it because he's unwavering in the way he thinks he's right. He, that's his problem. He does not know how to calm his, what he's saying, or he goes back. Like, he just listen, it's the arrogance. If he learns to kind of say, okay, well, we've gone past that, that was a part, you know, just starts to sound more moderate. Um, I think, even I would vote for him. Like, that's, I'm taking from my perception. But I just think he's still, he's still not there yet. I feel like the hate for Kudo is pretty uh, tangible. I've seen a lot of F Kudo trucks here and there on the... No, I'm not. That's not. That's right. not the hate. Those guys are gonna hate him, even even regardless. if he won the last. Regardless, no, no, he never so, comes back. Those, those, those guys, those guys are hating. Those are those are those are the Pierre boys, all right. Pierre's yeah, boys. I mean, those are those I are sad. I don't think. I don't think there's any like red Tory out there that is so pissed off for Trudeau that they went down. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I and I think it's people like us. Okay, do I think this guy? You know. I just feel like do I give him a shot? And am I, am I, do I think Trudeau is out to lunch? You know, that, I mean, that's the election. Has Trudeau finally gone out to lunch? We need some change. My prediction is minority. That the liberals take it again. You know, I would be shocked if it was a majority conservative. But if it happens, it could. That's my thing. This is still a few years away. Like, we forget that Trudeau just won an election not too long ago. <laughs> Literally, yeah. right? He literally but just he's won an a, election. He's put his foot in his... He's, he's had a bunch of screw-ups already, so... Has he? Start piling since up. that election? I feel most times we look at the Trudeau screw-ups, they've all been pre-election. And he won on them. I, you, know, just, you know what it's going to be? Really I think he's, gonna, he's been kind of quiet now. He's been super quiet the, these last uh, year Well, it's, it's, the, it's the sleeping beast that, you know, is going to take out any politicians, like economy. Right? If the economy goes to shits and, and people start losing jobs, he's out. He, he can say all the kubaya stuff he wants. People are like, oh, fuck this guy. Right? Like, let's move on. And they're just, and, and Pierre's going to jump on it. Oh, it's because of what Trudeau's doing. Oh. He's put us in this position. Right? So yeah. it's the sleeping giant that no one's going to talk about until it happens. Well, let's right? talk recession about it. All, so let's yeah. talk about yeah. it. Are we in a recession? No, not us. The politicians, I'm saying. Sorry. Well, no. Like, so I, I, I'm seeing signs. And one of them was uh, contractors. Uh, not too long ago, their rates were jacked up. Yep. You couldn't get them to come in for months. Mm-hmm. And now when you need one, they'll say, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we can we can start in a couple of days. We can start tomorrow. No, they, they, they call you back. Hey, are you still interested? Oh, you know, is there anything we could work on? And now I'm laughing. I'm like, so the rate we got for a whole while. 
<laughs> the a, whole, yeah. a whole washroom redo. I don't know how much it was a few months ago. I got that quoted for like twelve thousand. I was like, man, that's prices have changed. Prices have changed, right? Yesterday's yeah, so price is not today's, not price. today's price. So yeah, man, the contractors are one. I get it from people, the one-on-one interactions I have every day. Um consistent talk about inflation, talking about how grocery prices. Um you know, selections on their glasses, certain options that are just like, hey, I, I, I don't want to spend that. I swear to God, some, things, this... some things don't change. Some things. Or, or expensive internet providers that are just yeah. uh, taking the money out. So we yeah. can't afford them as much anymore. Uh, no, uh, you know, uh, options on your glasses, for example, any option, you know, people are looking to just spend it within their insurance. When that starts to become a, a common a, a common uh, conversation um, and, and these guys know I, I do uh, have an office in a grocery store and I watch the carts and they are getting lighter and lighter and you watch and you see prices and you're like it's happening people don't want to talk about it because there's still this pride and ego business with you know thinking that you're not in trouble or that you're having any kind of financial worry but people are definitely thinking about their money and and that's the that's for me an indication things aren't going as well or they're at least feeling that the pinch is coming and if interest rates continue or, or go higher or um, recession comes in, if recession comes in, they'll have to eventually fix those interest rates. But uh, I think we're in trouble. Now, that's my my feeling. I don't think people are as, um, it's not so much the economy, I just think they're overextended. You know, it's the extension of these renos or, you know, take things on a credit line or third, fourth uh, pre-con house booking in Brampton uh, those people are in a lot of trouble uh, so we'll, we'll see oh yeah uh, because I think know. even during this little like uh, break there you had that was all Robbie's fault um, uh, we saw people like picketing outside of what builders uh, right, so on, Bo- on Boverde and 410 uh, it's not just yeah. that one there's others there's others people oh, there are others yeah people are protesting well uh, I mean realtors people, remember. Are, most of them were realtors, realtors. Let's, let's, let's get that out there you know so it's those dodgy real estate agents we've been talking about for years. <laughs> but all this, all these like little tidbits, the, the contractor thing, I had to get work done. Um, so it was just a, a hunch that I had that their work is late. And sure enough, everybody's returning my calls um, with competitive rates and ready to work very quickly, even throughout Christmas. Mm. So um, that hey, was Randy's a big working deal. them on Christmas. You're definitely paying them cash. He's got <laughs> one of those teams. <laughs> Well, look, like, what are big, like, uh, expensive drives or expensive purchases? It's it's houses, cars, renovations, right? These big capex expenses. Mm-hmm. And once those start going down, uh, then you start thinking, oh shit, like, there's an actual slowdown. Never mind, like, the grocery, the grocery thing. I think is more inflation than anything else. Um, the price of goods. It is, but it, but if people can't afford a six percent increase or or five percent or ten percent at the grocery store, it's not it's not the that they're complaining about it that they're. No one's constantly... gonna. No one's there's a. Punjabi say there's right? Like, no one's gonna starve to death here, but. Uh, yeah, but you're gonna talk about if you're not eating kiyot every night, right? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's, they're not eating as well, so now it's. Oh, you know, we got to manage what we buy. And, and that in itself, that little bit of management is like taking away a bit of freedom. Yeah, that is for people. Like it was freely spending, bought whatever the hell I wanted. 
and now I'm forced to budget and it's very uncomfortable for people. But when that starts happening, I'm just saying when it becomes more and more of the conversation, I just think, I think we're already there. We're just not, we're not talking oh, about it. We're, we're at a recession. We just haven't called it. Maybe I mean, not a recession. I mean, what do you need? Two, two cycles of I think mentally we're the, I think mentally where the populations are. New Year's Eve. I'm sorry. Christmas Eve. Square one was dead. Dead. Fox yeah. was busy, but yeah. that was Boxing actually a funny was, one. Because yeah. even on Boxing Day, no, Christmas Eve, my wife went out. And I was like, dude, you're insane. Where are you going? And she's like, well, we need to grab these two little things before they're shut down tomorrow. I was like, all right, you're on your own. It was nice knowing you all. Make sure the kids remember you. Um, and she's like, yeah, no one's here. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, I'm walking through Walmart. It's empty. Like it's Christmas Eve. What do you mean it's empty? Like it feels mm. like a zombie movie right now. It's kind of eerie. Like it's kind of nice just having this whole store to myself. I was like, almost quiet. It's interesting. Yeah. And this is one of those ones because I went to this Walmart a few. Actually, I think she went uh, to a different one not too far from it. But it's generally in the same population. And one year I went to it, I was like ready to like, oh my god, I don't think I'm ever making it out alive. It's just. Everyone's just killing each other. Everyone's just ripping th things off racks. I just don't understand this chaos. Don't you guys have somewhere to be tomorrow morning? Like, what's going on? Um, and then Boxing Day, same thing. She's like, oh, I got to go to Costco. I was like, dude, are you insane? <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, it's like Boxing I didn't get Day. my Christmas wish. Maybe it'll happen on Boxing Day. I'm like, Maybe it's will forever. I was like, dude, it's Boxing Day. Costco is going to be double, like, packed than what it normally is. Like, yeah, Costco's Costco. It's not, not going to be any more around. She goes, she's like... Yeah, it's fine. It's empty here again. I was like, what the hell do you mean it's empty? I don't understand, but... so the disposable cash, man. It's not there. No, that, and that's that's the key, right? Or at least you're thinking about it. And if you start thinking about it, you don't spend money. If you don't spend money, the economy suffers. The retail sector will suffer. I mean, it cascades, right? That, and that's what I'm trying to say. If the site, it's the psychology. It has to be, begin with the psychology, right? So a Great time to start a business. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, one that, one, that, one that caters to um, expendable uh, cash. Yeah, no, 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 no tight pockets and uh, uh, getting value for what you pay for. I think that's the key thing there. You know, service <laughs> with a smile. Right, you're just like if any banks need a help on a foreclosure, I'm here, dude. First of all, yes, and then second of all, like now I see them on my Twitter timeline quite a bit, quite yeah. a bit. Power of sales happening, dude. So. I mean, the how how fucked are these guys? These guys who booked pre-cons, they've dropped three hundred thousand in value. Some of them have like two. So what what's the process? My question to you, uh, from a legal standpoint, what if they can't pay? Then what happens next? Like so, they bankrupt, they're done. Bank uh, the builder is not getting the money. So where did the builder try to sell the house now? Yeah, the builder is gonna try to sell the house or the condo to someone else. And that's at a mar at a market rate, essentially. At the at the current market rate, wow. and then look if if the person that originally bought the pre con is bankrupt, like so that means the 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 builder's already gone through the process. The builder can't go through any process to recover from them. Okay, so there's a delta there that the builder has a loss on. Hmm. Well, that's going to slow down construction. That's going to slow down everything. Um, and again, are, that just fuels the fucking recession. Are deltas tax deductible? Capital losses are. Yeah, so that would count as a capital loss, no? Overall, I'm the builder's 
still. But they retain. But don't they retain? But don't they retain the deposit? They're not losing the deposit. The deposit. The, yeah, they got the deposit. So they have the deposit. They sell it market value. They're still in the green, aren't they? No. No. Uh -uh. Let's the say. Like two hundred. But the deposit like two hundred k, isn't it? No. Yeah, it's fallen no. by. Like I don't think they're taking a loss on the build. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on one second, guys. Oh no, closing costs. Sorry, I forgot. About you guys, that. you guys are a bit off. Let's say. Um, he, he basically said we're stupid. I don't know. <laughs> let's say, let's say, fucking a million dollar condo. And they are taking ten percent in deposits, and the other ten percent. Originally, they agreed to ten percent, ten fifty percent due. You know, in the first twenty four months, and the final five percent is due on closing. Okay. Okay. Plus, plus the rest of the purchase price, okay? But uh, if if somebody signed up for a project in late 2021 or throughout 2022, they've paid about 100K in deposits. But it's a million-dollar condo. So now they're like, fuck, I can't afford this place anymore. Closing is coming up next year. I'm not going to sink any more cash into this. I'm walking away. Mm. Okay. So they're gone. $100,000 on the table. The builder will take that. But in order to make a profit on it, they need to earn at least like, they need at least seven, 800K. Actually, that, it should be a lot higher. Let's say nine, 900, okay? They're not no making way. three. You're saying the margin on a condo like or on a house from the builder's side is only, a, only 100K? It has to be more than that, Ranji. That's it, 200 max? Okay, fine. Okay, so I said seven hundred originally. Uh, they have a hundred thousand in hand, and they have a delta of six hundred k. But the pro the property like they have to find another buyer who will step into the shoes and pay that same one million dollar price. Who's gonna do that now? No one can get financing. But what if they, they sell, sell for seven fifty? If they sell it for market, if they sell it for seven fifty, but if the market drops below that. And they don't get that. And we might be approaching that that space now where they're not getting even market. Or at least they're break even, even with keeping a deposit. So and I don't think that's real. I don't think that's true. So we could easily be there. Because look, from a builder's perspective, the builder didn't just buy this land at premium market rate. They've held these lots for the last 15 years and they got them at no. say that that's not how it happens anymore actually what what will end up happening quite often is yes you do have some traditional builders that will have uh you know sat on land for many years and then got they got his zoning got everything approved and start building it up great there's a lot of builders smaller builders that don't have that and you didn't have that capital back then but they're in that space now uh, they'll go to some developer, say, look, hey, you're sitting on this land. You've got it approved. We'll pay you the premium for it, but we want to start building there now. And sometimes, you know, somebody's too spread out. Um, and they'll just take that quick buck and say, fine, you know, we'll sell you the pre-approved land for, you know, a 20-story building uh, at a premium. And they'll get rid of the land. And those people are stuck. Those builders are stuck. So it's the small builders that get faded, not the big builders who've... Small builders screw up all the time. I think the big builders can absorb the the hit yeah. is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. But there's a lot of small builders in the market. There's a lot now. I mean that what I I I didn't I, what you said before was you know you said it's everything slows down, construction slows down. 
it's a cascading effect. I mean, that's going to happen everywhere. But I, like, I never think of it like that. Developments are going to stop. You know, well, uh, builders are have cash flow. You know, I've I've been I've been doing a lot of like CPDs. Uh, lawyers have to do a you know continuing education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to one oh, you talk. Guys, you guys actually it. learn, eh? Yeah, I was listening to one talk by a, a big builder, a very big builder in Ontario, and uh, admitting you know that sales have slowed, pre-con sales have slowed. And now you think about it, if if this one builder is building four towers on a plot of land, okay, they generally build up one tower, start selling the next one, build that one up a bit, start selling the next one. Well, yeah, yeah. That's all going to slow down now mm. because they can't even sell out the first one. I mean, the essential problem is no one's getting a mortgage as well. Isn't that one of the biggest? That's it. I mean, that you might have some more insight on that, but. I mean, we stopped giving away free mortgages is what happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and now no one's being approved, right? That's like so that automatically is another driver on price, you, you know. And that's much. now affecting car dealerships because now used car sales are too unaffordable. Yeah, uh, well, used even, car even at six percent, new new car at eight percent, brother. Lease rates at eight point nine for some companies. Yeah, you so know? but I was, there's this uh, interesting Twitter account. He's a used car salesman who's like fully transparent on his pricing and margins. Really fun guy to follow because he like breaks down the entire business really transparently yeah. and it's like a cool insight into the business and he's just like yeah but he was saying he's like new car sales are still going to continue to be sold at what they were sold he's like sure they don't mm -hmm. run out as fast but he's like they were always selling them and making a big decent profit on them he's like the used car sales business that a lot of dealerships adopted that's going to slow down you're not going to get the same trade-in value no more that's going to encourage the yeah, new car price enough. But he's like the leases and that stuff. That's gonna continue. That's gonna be. I was reading the the one tw the Twitter feed on a, I think it's the odd car sales guy. I forgot yeah, what yeah. it was. Guy, yeah, was yeah, yeah, that guy. You know, he's the same thing he was saying about the lending, that the lending is being affected because now there's no lending going on from the car companies. It's not profitable. Yeah. So it's hard to get a car loan. Therefore, it's gonna drive certain prices. Like, I'm telling you, man, the world's all messed up. Hello, <laughs> I'm telling you, everywhere you look. Something's happening, right? Well, so, Helio Hoya thing. Someone had a great tweet uh, that I read. He's like, imagine being born in uh, 1900. You're born 1900. Mm. You get hit with World War World I. World Wars. Now World you survive World War, World War I. You hit get the Great Depression. Great Depression. Uh, yeah. You get, you sort of get World, World War II. II. Then you get the Spanish flu. Uh, you survive the Spanish flu. You get the Korean War. You survive the Korean War. You get Vietnam. And they're like, by the 1980s, anyone who was an 85-year-old in 1980, the amount of things they survived to get to being 80 years old at that point, they beat all odds, only to hear yeah. their kids yeah. bitch and complain. Have you, have you met some of these people? They're tough. Tough as nails, man. They don't complain. They they get to it. It's the 60 it's the to 70-year-olds that got it pretty easy. But uh, every generation, we think that compared to what our kids Come on, do. man. I, I, listen, we, we our, our parents... Our parents' generation compared to the generation before them that went through two world wars, uh, <laughs> lots of geopolitics. I think they had a more stable, um, more stable life. We the can we can say that boomers have had it pretty easy, right? The it's boomers the have had it pretty good. Yeah, it's not. I'm not saying a bad thing. I'm just saying they lived a prosperous life. That's something yeah, they to be celebrated. Like walk into a place and just get a job just for being there. Exactly right. So I mean, to say that's not, uh, you know, they're gonna say, oh, you know their parents lives they can't look back and say oh you know our parents lives are easier no not a chance i mean the We're boomers the didn't have to compete can... against chat gbt ai yeah. and <laughs> that's going to be the real test
the number of people competing for AI. Yeah, man. Jobs. Just, so I, I, I think the boomers got it pretty easy, man. I wish I was a boomer. That would have been a great life. That would a good life. And one of these uncles with 30 properties, be chill. You know what the best thing about when I think about boomers, though, is when I think about how little life costs them. They got $200,000 houses while working $60,000 jobs. 200, man. That's like, that's in the 2000s. Let's say you bought a house in like, I don't know, 79. Yes, yeah, you're, you're laughing. But right? they didn't keep your those houses. houses. They, they kept moving on up. They keep rotating it, right? Your first yeah. house. Like, I mean, I have, I have good family friends. They bought in at that 200,000 mark. And kept selling at every increase. And now they're living in like a 4,000 uh, square foot house, which when you look at how much they've made, they're still at that original mortgage. Like that's all yeah. they've ever put in. You know, not compared bad. to us who so have to go into that house. Yeah, I think that's not a bad life. Not a bad <laughs> life. I think they right, just has know, such like... a look of disgust on his face right now. It's kind of interesting. Or is it just envy? Cool. I don't know. Um, a little bit envy, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm, that, that generation also was paying interest at like 9, 10%. Who cares? I don't care. Not <laughs> easier, okay? Just... You're like ten percent interest on a two hundred thousand dollar house. Give me that two hundred thousand dollar house. Also, also, life was life was easier. Um, you know, your family didn't have five cell phones. You didn't the, have to worry about internet connection. There's the public only one school car system in the was trustworthy. Yeah, there's uh, car insurance was probably at a reasonable rate. Let's keep going. I mean, we could keep grocery was probably at a, a decent price. Yeah, sure. You know, life was harder in terms of overall finances, but maybe life was easier, right? I, that's what my dad says. He says, yeah, it wasn't great financially, but it wasn't as complicated. Right, life is pretty complicated now, right? They're like, the yeah. hardest thing we had to work was a VCR. And even that, we just put the tape in and told you to come fix. Yeah. If that, like, think about it. They had tape decks for how long? 79, 78. And was that right? Records probably. Yeah. Tape decks were yeah. over in the 80s. And then CDs came out in May 94, 95, let's 90, say. Yeah, like, 94. that's when. When they become prevalent in each everybody's home, you had the Kenwood CD changer, you know, yeah. and it became a, a normative thing. So that's 10 years of the same audio technology. We haven't had that. Yeah, we had. <laughs> no, we have not. We went from mini disc to MP3 to phones to streaming to, it's just always. Now, now we're on like. Now we're on streaming services in the last three years. It's changed. You know, iTunes were the rage a few years ago. You bought but, all your iTunes. But now we have you to know, pay a subscription just, fee. Subscription, like I'm just it just keeps changing, right? So you had that level of, of uh consistency in their lives. I don't think we get right, you know. Um, so yeah, it must have been a cool time to live. That's what I'm saying. I think it would have been a cool time. <laughs> being a parent in the 90s seems a lot more yeah, chill than yeah, as a guy, a you don't have to worry about what you said, <laughs> Robbie. Fitting yeah. filling in that angry old guy stereotype so well. I right. love it, man. Talking quickly, uh, moving on, talking about angry old guys uh you guys read skip bayless's tweet towards uh dan hamlin and like the nfl injury yeah just idiotic i didn't yeah. Can I have context so, uh the unfortunate nfl player uh collided with another player essentially went to cardiac arrest correct me if i'm wrong um they were trying to resuscitate him cpr so on and so forth 10 minute delay uh, ambulance came took him away the nfl it was like about 20 more minutes. than 10 minutes sorry my apologies the nfl decided well this game should be played still uh, the coaches come together, make an agreement not to play, you know, out of respect and obviously traumatic for, for their respective teammates. Skip Bayless comes on saying he doesn't understand why the game was canceled and they should play because it's an important game in the NFL schedule. To Skip Bayless <laughs> in the defense, I'm going I'm to come to his defense. Oh, God, here, right? God, here we go. Yeah, let, PP, uh, your, let your inner PP out. 
All right, I I gotta pull up. I'm gonna. I don't want to mince words. I think it's fair that we. There, there's a lot of like playoff implications on that game. I I didn't uh, know what he did, dude, but I, dude, I, I know, the, I know the, what the, the guy basically the guy was getting CPR on the field. I don't know. Traumatic to the players. How are you gonna ask your players to go back on the field and play I, a game of football? Not, I want to be clear. I'm not saying they should play. No, listen. It cannot be. It cannot be like this game can be canceled is not a big deal. Like it's an afterthought. That oh, all sure. you're the you're you're the NFL schedule another game and somewhere you can do it. It was a snowstorm. They cancel games. Come on, they cancel games. Games have been canceled and they've rescheduled them. Who cares about the implications? Here right, is but, uh, Skipulis's tweet. Let's just get right. Let's get the right wording in his voice. I can't really impersonate him, but uh, he said, "I quote: No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome." Which suddenly all seems so irrelevant. That, that give him a tie. Move on. Who gives you know, a shit? Like, I mean, he's basically saying what, okay. this is a big ass game. Let's, okay, it's oh, really let's hard to. Way. Let's, let's do the other way. Let's say he dies on the field. Do they just take his body and say, "Game on, boys"? Or is it a traumatic enough for you to say, "Well, yeah"? Is it kind of like a flight where if someone dies on the flight, you touch down at the nearest thing, or do you continue the flight where to the destination? And good question. You know what I mean? Look at Ranji. Ranji needs to get to (laughs) India. (laughs) Ranji like that analogy. Ranji's Um, like I paid for a direct flight. A direct means I go straight there. (laughs) So what they do, what they actually do, by the way, is if 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 people don't notice and it's not a commotion, they will actually just put a rajai on the person, put him in the back chair at the very back, and keep flying. How do they get the prisoners? I figure they just leave them in the seat that they're in. I, I feel it. If they can get away with it, either like they'll pretend like, oh, they're just like a little knocked out or whatever. Um, and they're hopping them to the back. Uh, they'll keep them in like the galley. There's in some planes, there's uh, crew rest, like beds for the crew. Mm-hmm. They'll keep them there. They'll keep them out of sight if they can, essentially. Um, Let's not disturb these uh, first class passengers. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he passed away, or he or she passed away already. So damage is done. No, uh, medical, no, but medical emergency, they will try to deviate. Yeah, med- medical emergency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're not going to let someone die, right? So, yeah. what I, I mean, Skip, it's not if Skip was right or wrong. He should just know better. I mean, his whole stick is that he, this is who he is, right? He says stupid shit, but I think, I think he wasn't he praising LeBron on his broadcast. He on his he hates LeBron too. I guess he's really shook at all the negativity he's gotten, and he's, uh, you know, a LeBron fan. All of Let a me get the LeBron uh, fans on my side. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just, you know, whatever. I mean, he's. I feel he's like in certain situations, sh- though, there's because he didn't say anything bad, and like what he was saying was, "This is a big game for the NFL. This is a ma- a magnitude game." The, and had a delay. Yeah. No, yeah. and in the end, he said, "All that doesn't matter compared to what's going on on the field right now." He ended it. His did, did he say that? Did he yeah. say that in the tweet? Yeah. What At the end, he, he's like, he builds up how big of a game this means to the NFL, why the NFL want, may want to continue running the game. And he ends it dot, dot, dot. But there's no need, But the whole point is, as a person of position in his industry, in the, so he doesn't need to do that. No, but he then he need to put ends the question saying, out there. No, but then he, he just he, be like, yo, I, I hope that, you know, uh, prayers to that player. Did he mention the player's name? Yeah, all throughout the He had five tweets. This was his fifth tweet. The first three tweets were uh, uh, no, the first one. Blair. Yes, oh, so, was the first one. Okay. No, this was you know, the, the first one. Was not exactly sure what happened to Demar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaking. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember being play. 
I can't remember a play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for him and his family. That was tweet so, that's one. all you have to put. You didn't have to, write, you didn't have to tweet anything else. Done. Tweet number two was, I've seen so many horrific injuries, suffered on football fields, yet had never seen a reaction like this. In every other situation I witnessed or covered, the game always went on fairly quickly. The attitude was, hey, that's football. For these players, That was this was different. That was the second tweet. Commenting mm-hmm. on what's going on on the field and his... On so so what you're saying is basically we didn't read his whole thread. We just kind of jumped on the one you tweet. Know, his third tweet, of you know, probably like 10 minutes later, was no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to regular season outcome, let alone what it, the betting implications for fantasy and all that are. Oh, um, the other thing, yeah. Well, okay. Vegas it screws a lot of things up. Yeah, like fantasy football, this is championship week. This was championship week in fantasy football. Screws that up. Sets, are you? Are, are we just saying that they can't replay this game? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. At the, the current schedule does not allow it because it will have a trickle effect leading into Super Bowl. The, into the playoffs. So the, yes, question is, the question is, do you push Super Bowl a week? It could even mean that. No, and Why so not? Because the rest week is gone, right? In between the end of playoffs and Super Bowl. And no, but Let's look, do it during the week of the Pro Bowl. No one cares about the Pro Bowl anyway. <laughs> yeah, the Pro Bowl is meaningless. No, all I'm saying, but then how do you... Injuries, injuries, right? Hmm. Injuries that at one extra week of the team going into Super Bowl, they'll lose that rest. Yeah, but look, I'm Skip sure Bayless... I'm sure, they'll fi- I'm sure they'll figure it out. But Skip Bayless, he poses the question of how big of... What's this mean to the NFL? And then he said, in the end, does it even matter? Do, uh, do you think it was insensitive for the NFL to say, play on? No, but the NFL yeah. has come out and no. said, we never said that. The referees, weren't the referees ready to start the game again? I mean, they warm up. The, <laughs> the NFL kind of threw the broadcasters under the bus because the broadcasters were saying, we're hearing from the NFL and players that there's uh, a five-minute warm up. The NFL came Spider, in. Spider-Man scenario. Let's point at everybody. The yeah. NFL came out and said, oh. we never considered it. We don't know what there's this some, story there's is. There's something else to consider as well in all this. They haven't decided how they're going to deal with this game. What if they force one of the teams to accept a forfeit? Why not? A t- oh, you can't do, can you do ties? Can you do half points? You could You could have a tie. Just give half point, equal the points out, and that's it. And if it has a huge implication, it'll be dealt with in wild card. But there's so many right. ways that this could go wrong. Even with dealing with it, there's a lot of... There's one de- balancing out the playoff implications because the tie would also impact the playoff implications. Okay. Um... Then the other is, you know, if they force a forfeit on one of the teams, like, for example, the Bills, uh, who are, if they win, are looking at a bye. Uh, if they don't get the win and they have a loss or have to take a forfeit, then they're going through yeah. a gauntlet of, like, tough teams to get through to the final round. Yo, you know what they should have done? They should have just done an overtime the next day. Not a the- full game. Huh? The game was in the- just, to, just so no injuries, no risk, just a short quarter, get it done. No matter what you, that result will have an asterisk on it. Fair enough, but then the other solution is a full game the next day. So there's no clean solution. Someone's going to be pissed. Yeah. That's all I'm getting. Basically, the NFL is put in a situation where they really don't have any precedence for. And now they're going to have to build out some precedence for this situation going forward. I mean, that's always the NFL, right? <laughs> that's yeah. always there. <laughs> well, we never dealt with anything like this before. So, you but know, that's the world. We'll isn't make, it? We'll make, no, no, we'll make adjustments. We'll make the required adjustments. That's, that's always the. the uh, isn't that world? Concussions. 
we concussions take, yeah. they don't exist oh well yes we'll have a protocol in place now too yeah you've had 30 years you've seen guys getting knocked out and no one had a concussion yo someone raised this um, point to me that soccer football football has more concussions yeah. has more concussions than the nfl is that true <clears throat> i know a kid i know kids soccer uh and kids are uh, with they get a lot of concussions in soccer as well but i mean it's everywhere Who's actually quantifying this to say who what has more, right? So I mean, I'm sure there's data that backs up that statement. I don't uh, think smaller. Uh, I, no, uh, I don't think I don't think smaller leagues. I mean, remember when you talk soccer, you're talking about the entire world, right? So are, are we talking about just MLS versus NFL? Are we? I mean, I don't think that data is being tabulated on all levels of play, right? So um, NFL probably has more. I mean, it might be slope clinical ones. We don't see it. I mean, how do you how do you I mean, how do you quantify? How do you quantify something that's so misunderstood, even in the medical field? I, you can say someone has it, but so what you're saying is doctors really don't know everything. I, I, I can say that 100. percent There's just some diagnosis that I uh, told you that these guys had no idea what was going on with the vax. I'm not a doctor. I'm not. I sat. Listen, the other day, I the other day I sat on a podcast with a well-renowned uh, doctor. Who made it clear that even doctors don't know what's going on with Corona? You're doing side shows. You got another show? What? You just said you had you were on a podcast with a world-renowned doctor. Who's that doctor? You were here. I, I, this today. I, I'm not a I'm not a doctor. Do you not put DR in front of your name when you uh, think? Have you not no, reversed I'm just, diabetes? I'm just I'm just Robbie. Doctor Rob. <laughs> like Doctor right. Nick on The Simpsons. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, I had dinner with the, quite the podiatrist the other day, and he just uh, convinced me that erectile dysfunctions are really affecting the male population. Are you really uh, doing this? Yeah. <laughs> so he's so proud of that, eh? <laughs> I'm so proud of the people I told with that one. That one was epic. Um, but yeah, man, it was fun catching up with you guys. We fucking talked for an hour and twenty minutes. I hope people still remember that we did a podcast and continue to listen. If they don't, that was nice. Thank you for the time that you spent with us. And yes. if you're just joining us for the first time, my name is Shinda Singh. Uh, that other guy in the pink kurta, that is Ranjit. And, uh, Mr. Galab. Galab. The, the podiatrist, not so podiatrist, who's told me Corona is fake, is uh, Dr. Rob. I, I love Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you compliment a girl on her eyes as an optometrist, is that like a really good compliment like i see a million and one eyes a day but yours are the best ones i've seen so far i'm pretty sure that's a sexual um harassment uh case right there so. well not if you are a boomer yeah true true <laughs> you can get away with anything all right man on that note oh we didn't even talk about elon taking over twitter but till next time till next time on the much to do with nothing man take it easy guys peace, peace.